What's going on, Warriors, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. On today's episode, I have the opportunity to sit down with the Double Under Wizard, otherwise known as Ian Sturgeon. He's the founder and owner of Double Under Wonder. So strap yourselves in, because this episode jumps around all over the place. All right, welcome to the Weekly Warrior podcast, everyone. Today we have Ian Sturgeon, who is the double under, or double wonder, wait, nope. hold on, double <laughs> under wonder wizard. There we go. That's what, uh, I've never been it. referred to as a wizard before, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I, that was, I, I came up with that, that one on the fly. So i <laughs> um, super happy that you could join us today. Um, excited to have you on. And if you don't mind, we'll get right into it. Sounds good. Okay. So first question that I want to know, I want to know who you are, what do you do and where do you do it? Okay. So my name's Ian Sturgeon. I'm the owner and founder of doubleunderwonder.com. Um, we sell mostly custom jump ropes to athletes. And we're, we're um, based in Canyon City, Colorado. Mm. Canyon City, Colorado. I have a lot of love in my heart for that place. You know it well. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the first question, uh, well, the follow-up question, why did you decide on um, jump ropes and not snakes? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I really, this is true. I have a, a fear of snakes. Um, <laughs> And so the idea of jumping rope with one of those um, was not not, uh, <laughs> not enticing to me at all. Um, you'll yeah, you'll have to ask my family. Like I cannot stand snakes. I'm such a, a wuss around them. But, um, but so the reason why I started with jump ropes, um, I I started our town. What became our town's first CrossFit gym. Uh, we, we started charging people for it about around 2011. And so um, I've kind of been in that um, scene for quite a while. And when you're in that scene, you end up repairing a lot of jump ropes. And so um, jump ropes are pretty simple. They have, you know, the, the kind we have, they have three parts. And so um, at the time, I was also doing some marketing work for a company called Boulder Band Headbands. And uh, they sell headbands with these big, bold patterns on them. And everybody in our town was wearing them. And so um, I saw those big, bold patterns, and I, I had been repairing and mixing and matching these jump rope handles to give new life to old, beat-up jump ropes. And I thought, how cool would it be if these jump ropes had big, bold patterns on them and um, people could mix and match their favorite colors and yeah. we could cut them to fit people's heights and uh, just uh, struck me as a good product idea, so... Dude, I had no idea that you actually started the gym out there. Um, that's a new little bit of information for me. Oh, today. really? You didn't know? <laughs> do, do you see me in a whole new light now? Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I actually didn't know like what the story of the gym was. So that's a perfect segue into the next piece that I wanted to ask you about is like your background, because I know that you have your hand in a lot of different pots. You are, to, when I was getting to know you, you seem like to me, you're like the epitome of a businessman. You're, you know, you're doing a tech startup and you're doing double under wonder and you're coaching at the gym. And, um, I mean, on top of that, I think I'm sure you were involved with other stuff too. And I just didn't know about it, but you know, what were some of your other past like business ventures, um, before you started developing double under wonder? 
Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll give you, I mean, I don't know how far back you want to go, but so I'll start at the Take me back beginning. as far as you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, when I was in high school, um, I watched this movie called Howard Stern Private Parts. And I thought, man, I want to be the next Howard Stern. And so um, I went to school to be in radio. Mm. And uh, um, then, the you know, the first moments I was on the air, I realized that I was a terrible at being on the, the air and B that I hated it. Um, because when you do something live on the air, you can't take it back. There's no editing. There's no, <laughs> like if you just suck out loud, you suck. Right. Right. And so, um, that led me to the production room where you could record things over and over until you thought it was good and then send it out. Right. So, um, that's where I, I got into radio and, um, I, I was too poor to afford my own sound effects for producing, um, custom audio for radio stations. Sure. So I started making all these weird um, sounds in um, in my studio and you, for myself to use. And I was just giving them away on the Internet. Uh-huh. And um, like, you know, then thousands of people started downloading those free files. And I thought, <laughs> huh, I might be able to sell these to somebody. And right. So, so for years, that's what I did. I made like all the weird, funny sounds you hear on radio stations, all the beeps no way. and explosions. Like if you this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but it's not. It's just that I was in the industry heavily and worked for lots of different people. But if you've listened to more than two radio stations in the past 10 years, you've probably heard something that I've made. So that's um, crazy. Well, cause I made a lot of really, you know, <laughs> a lot of sounds and a, a lot of different people used them. So, um, but yeah, so that's where I, that's where I started um, selling things online. And so I, I always joke that I've been, was doing e-commerce before I knew it was called e-commerce. And so I had a little bit of a background in, in marketing and selling things online before I came across um, the idea for Double Under Wonder. So that's so I'm sitting here imagining you like sitting in your what would a studio or an office or whatever, like hitting random objects with other random objects, trying to make sounds with it. Oh, that's that definitely happens. Like <laughs> you just you just start like breaking beer bottles and trash cans and, <laughs> right. you know, just doing all kinds of weird stuff to generate new sounds. So, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I mean, you literally were selling those for money, though. And you get I mean, it sounds really fun. You get to go and just explore and make different sound effects. And yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when I started Double Under Wonder, I'm like, this should be easy. I sell, I sell funny sounds to people. That's pretty hard. Right? <laughs> right. Like, I should be able to sell an actual item that is useful, you know? So yeah. Convincing someone that they need funny sounds and yeah. convincing like a community that already is involved in jump roping that they need a jump rope is probably <laughs> right. I, yeah. Like... <laughs> I set myself up for success. I exactly. Hard thing to sell for sure. Yeah. So. so expand a little bit on double under wonder. You kind of talked about kind of like where you got the idea for it to begin. Um, and it seems like, you know, even here in Michigan, people have heard of Double Under Wonder, and it's really cool because I can be like, I know that guy. <laughs> He's a really cool guy. Like, I've yeah, it's it's so it's interesting when you were expand on the development of the 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 brand itself, and um, yeah, I mean, wherever you want to take it, yeah, uh, tell me about it. Well, so it's kind of interesting because I've grown a lot as a person. Um, as, like leaning into this company, right? So like, like I knew how to, to market and I knew how to, you know, um, like to write funny emails and be creative and stuff like that. That was, 
the easy part for me. Um, mm-hmm. But just find like develop developing myself as a business owner has been totally different. Cause like I said earlier, like I, I sold funny sounds to people on the internet, obviously <laughs> like I was, I was a one man show. Right. Yeah. And that was really easy because I was my only employee and, and all of those things. So things like, uh, you know, managing employees and having to order inventory and keeping your books straight when you've got multiple things going on and stuff like that, all of that has, has pushed me to, um, be a better business owner and also like run right up against my weaknesses and admit when I just can't handle something and I need to get help, you know? Um, Absolutely. So like for me, like the, the personal development that's coming along with, uh, with running the company has almost been, um, been more rewarding than any of the financial stuff or, or any of that. So, um, so that's, it's been really good. Um, and so from the very beginning, you know, you're trying to find your own voice inside your company and, uh, and I think everybody deals with insecurity, right? Like, oh, if I if I write this thing and put it out there, are people gonna hate <laughs> the, me, or right. you know, like, am I gonna embarrass myself, or or any of that? And so, the more and more, more and more, I experience like the more you just say like, I'm just gonna put this out here mm-hmm. and and risk what the what the audience is going to think about it. Um, the more rewarding that is because you get to be yourself instead of some, and you get to be authentic inside of the project you're working, working on. So, yeah, I was perusing through your website, just, you know, checking it out and trying to, to gain some added perspective. And I love the descriptions of things because I can, A, I can just hear you saying it, (laughs) which makes it even funnier. And B, it's just like, it's very genuine. It's not this like made up facade of, you know, this is super hardcore. These are going to make you amazing. And, everything you know it was just it's just funny and it's genuine and for me that like that would sell me on the product by itself if i hadn't already used them because i had used them and they're great um but i think it's interesting you're talking about the 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 side of the personal development that you have experienced through like you said really leaning into the business itself um what has it forced you to really work on because there's i mean when I look at it, when, with, with what you said, you can't ignore, you know, if you have a deficit somewhere you, and you run a business, you kind of have to address it. So what was your biggest thing that you kind of have noticed that you've had to address along the way? Yeah, I kind of hinted at it earlier. And I think that it's realizing the places where you just need help. Um, so like, you know, I, I'm I'm good at writing funny descriptions of products and you know that sort of thing, but you know doing my books and staying organized and things like that is not my forte. So like a uh, um, couple of years ago, I hired a bookkeeper and I thought to myself, "Man, I wish I could have the you know the previous three years of my life back because it's just <laughs> like a no brainer. You just like park all that, and yeah. You, you free up the headspace to be able to be creative." Right. And to not be so stressed out all the time. And you can, and they're really good at their job. So you can like look at a spreadsheet and be like, oh, wow, that got really out of whack. When before I would have been like, um, something's wrong, but I don't know what it is, you know? And so right. like yeah. giving, like giving the, the right people on your team, um, things to work on that, that you don't shine at, um, has been, been really beneficial. Um, and then, you know, I, I think the, the other personal development things are, you know, um, 
like I, I talked about earlier, just, just putting yourself out there um, and like just being, being authentic and finding like more and more, I'm just trying to design um, the job that I want mm-hmm. inside of my own business, right? Not just the job that I want, but the job that I will excel at inside of my own business. And sure. so the, to do that, you need to know like what you're good at. And, um, and so, you know, some of the things that I'd been holding back on, cause I didn't want to like really be the face of the company or anything like that. Like, uh, um, I, I just didn't do for years. So obviously a good fit for me would be podcasting because I have a mm. background background in radio. I can edit it. I know how it all works, but I didn't do it because I, I was too afraid of putting myself out there and, 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 you know, people hearing my voice and right. all this stuff. Right. And so you hold back these things when you, when you know, you would be Excel, you would Excel out at them out of fear. And so some of it is just stepping out of my comfort zone and being out there a little bit more and, uh, and shining where I shine and taking care of all the places I don't shine with the people that are really good at what they do. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, being able to ask for help is, is huge. Um, that, so that's actually a good segue into my next question. Um, obviously you being a business owner that comes with challenges. Um, you know, cause like I said, you're a business owner, you're a coach, you're a father, you're a husband. Um, what is it, what are some of the challenges with, um, you know, finding some balance with, especially like with your family life? Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you, how do you find that balance if there is a balance? Yeah. You know, so I, I wrote a blog post on this a while back, like, um, balance really is, if you think about balancing, it's not like, uh, you just set something somewhere and it just stays in balance, right? For something to balance, it has to like, um, like if you're on a slack line, you're going to bump up against the edges of your balance, right? You're going to lean one way and you're going to be like, Oh wow. If I go any further that way, I'm going to fall. And then you, you correct. Mm-hmm. And then you lean up against the other side of your balance and think, Oh man, if I go any further that way, I'm going to fall. Right. And so <laughs> yeah. the, the act of balancing is sort of, it's an active thing. And so I think as a business owner, you're always running into those, those edges where you're like, Oh, you know what? If I don't go home, my wife's going to change the locks. Right. <laughs> and if I, or, or then on the other side of it, you're hanging out with your family and having fun and enjoying it. And then you're like, you know, if I don't go to work, um, it's going to blow up. Right. And so I think yeah. that, I think, you know, as long as you haven't fallen, you're kind of doing it right. You are balancing. Right. And obviously, you know, there's, there's going to be times where, where you have to spend a couple more hours at the office or you have to spend, um, mm-hmm. you know, or you get to spend some more time with your family <laughs> um, if you're on vacation and stuff. But, uh, but as, as long right. as you don't let things get too out of whack, then, then that's okay. And the, I, I guess the other thing that I would say as a business owner is you kind of have to find, like, you kind of have to be okay with... Um, things not getting done at, at some point. So like, uh, you Mm. know, like I know maybe I could grow faster if I pushed harder, but I know that it would blow everything else in my life up. And so I just have to be like, you know what, I'm going to be okay with that thing that is just eating at me a little bit. I'm going to be okay with like, with trading that for, you know, spending time with my family right now. And so, yeah. Yeah. So kind of knowing when to put the pencil down and and leave for the day. Even though you're going to have, I mean, you're always going to have stuff to do, but finding like a point where you're like, okay, 
I feel good enough about leaving today and it's time for me to go home and spend time with my family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, man, it's work is like an addiction and it's like, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of ego driven, right? It's like saying, Mm -hmm. um, oh, well, I, I, I'm a hard worker and I spend hours and hours at the office so I can make everything run really smoothly and I can be really successful and stuff like that's all ego driven. And so, you know, I mean, yeah, just, just finding the moments where you're like, you know, you, you, you've got your plan for the day. You've got your big action items on your list. When you, when your feet hit the ground in the morning, you go after Mm -hmm. those and you get those big picture things done. And then, you know, you can work will consume you if you let it. So you have to just cut it off and say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go home and have a life and, and pursue some sort of healthy mental and physical life for myself. So. Right. So would you say that there's a specific mindset that you take on to find that balance? Cause like, I, I liked how you painted that picture of balance. I, you know, you're kind of on a fulcrum and you're going from one side to the other, trying to find it, but you, ultimately you're never really like going to be perfectly in balance, so to speak. Um, that's what it, that's what it looked like in my head. Yeah. Um, so like when you approach that, do you use any type, like what type of mindset do you have? Yeah. Mindset and balance. Um, you know, I, I just, uh, I kind of try to, um, just like, I, I want to live a really healthy life. Uh, and that's, uh, we just started a podcast recently, not to plug it, but it's called 10, 10, yeah, yeah, plug 10, it. <laughs> 10 minutes healthier is the name of it. And so I think that there's just small things that you can, that you can use to keep yourself in balance. So like I talked about getting consumed by work, there was a time where I'm like, gosh, I just really want to grow my business. And so I'm going to focus on that. And so I wasn't exercising, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. and so those things sort of like kind of pile up because you just continue to neglect them. Um, but I think that if you are purposed about giving important areas of your life, 10 minutes or more, or like, you know, just some attention every day and like even set the bar low. So even if it's a, if it's a small amount of attention, at least it's attention and it doesn't just get, get like brushed under the rug and you don't, you know, yeah. you don't ever, you know, you spend months away from exercising, for example. Um, and right. so, um, that's kind of what the podcast is about. And that's kind of, um, how I've been looking at my life of like, where are the places that I'm getting an F uh, in life? And how can I give that stuff a little bit more attention? So, um, so it doesn't just totally fall off the radar and become out of balance, like you were talking about. So. Yeah, I love that. And we're definitely going to talk more about your podcast uh, here in a little bit. I will say that I've listened to, you have two episodes out right now. Yep. The next one will drop on Sunday. So. Yeah. So I've listened to both so far. And I really, um, I've taken that idea of the 10 minutes healthier piece and I sort of combined it. I listened to another podcast called the art of manliness and they did one just recently about tiny habits. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like I took your guys's kind of like platform and their platform of like the 10 or the, uh, tiny habits and, um, sort of turned it into this thing where every time I go, cause I drink a lot of water during the day, I end up going pee a lot during the day. So every time I do that, I set a really low goal for myself. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do two push-ups uh-huh. every time I go to the bathroom. And that 
it's been interesting. I've been, I did that for three days. I did it Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I ended up doing like, you know, 25, 30 pushups every day, which is way more than I normally do. Mm -hmm. And I felt a different by the, you know, by Friday, I felt a pretty significant difference. So um, yeah, super. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not just like, okay, I did 30 pushups a day. It's also like you didn't sit in a chair while you were doing those pushups. So it's not just a positive gain. It's like, it's, uh, it's that you're taking away that negative piece too. So like the, the 10 yeah. minutes of exercise that I, I did, um, like it, it's not just 10 minutes of exercise. It's also 10 minutes that I'm not spending on the couch, you know, and lots of, Oh yeah. yeah and, sure. so, and lots of times those, those small actions sort of trick you into doing something bigger and like trick you into doing exercise for longer because once you're in motion, you feel great and you want to keep going. So, yeah. 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 I love that. Um, going to switch gears a little bit here. So if someone were to, were to come to you um, and they wanted to start their own business, what piece of advice would you give to them? Um, so I, I may not be good at a lot of things in life, but I'm, I'm pretty good at seeing something that I can start that will immediately be profitable or pretty quickly be profitable. And, and mm -hmm. I do that, um, by, by figuring out what the minimum viable product is. And it's, it's usually like, uh, it's usually the minimum viable product is usually, um, something that needs a little bit of polishing and that you might be a little bit embarrassed of. Um, but mm -hmm. once you, once you put it out into the world, um, the world will tell you where it needs to be polished. And, um, and also it'll be way, it'll be received much better than you expect it to be. So I would say like, you know, obviously you have to have some of your ducks in a row to get something off the ground, but start before you feel like it's ready and, um, and let the market kind of tell you what to, what to do with it. Um, that would be my, 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 like singular, like biggest advice for somebody who wanted to put something out into the world. So, and uh, you said earlier, you have to put something out there to, to start with. You have to just get it out and, you know, see where it takes you from there. Yeah. Well, and I would say that like fear stops so many people from moving. And so like, think about this, right? Um, I, live in a pretty small town where a lot of people know me and they know I'm an entrepreneur. And so like, mm -hmm. they're going to hear about it if I come out with something. Right. And a lot of, you know, a lot of those people are my friends and like, so how embarrassing would it have been for me to start a company that sells polka dotted jump ropes? Right. And to fail <laughs> in front of all of my friends and be like, what were you thinking? <laughs> you, you started a, a jump rope company and like, you know, like it sounds kind of weird or at least it did to me from a place of like yeah. it, before it existed. Right. And you're like, right. I think this is a good idea, but I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to put this out there and people are like, what in the world, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I think that there's so many people out there that have a cool idea and they're like, man, I, I think it'd work, but they're so afraid of failing out loud, failing in front of people that they, that they don't put things out there. And, and I've had my share of failures too. Like there's other things that mm. I put out of the world that were like, yeah, well, that was a little bit embarrassing, you know? And, uh, yeah. but on the other hand, I'll bet if I would have kept on pushing those ideas, they probably would have worked. It's like, um, have you ever heard the, the expression, um, 
like like uh burn the i think it's like burn the ships like set the ships on fire or something like that i'm saying it wrong but anyway here's the idea is yeah i was gonna say tell me more so here's here's (laughs) the idea is is that um the the legend has it that when explorers came to the new world that they burned their ships because they were like we're not going home we're going to conquer this area right so like you have to kind of um go after something that you're working on with that sort of mindset of like I'm just going to lean into this and there's no going back. And I'm just going to take one more step every single day. And I'm not, there's like no option for, for failure. And obviously, you know, there are times where you're like, Hey, I've been working on this for a really long time. I think if I would have gone a year without selling one jump rope, I would have been like, okay, I've, <laughs> I've experimented with this enough. It's time to move on. Right. But just, you know, initially with that idea of like, we're moving forward with this, there's no going back. We're not going to give up on it. We're just going to keep making, you know, taking steps forward it has to be the mindset. So. Yeah. I love that. Burn the ships. I don't know if that's what it's actually called, but that's what it is for <laughs> me now. And I love that idea. There's no going back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you, you mentioned about, you've had some things that have, you've had some ideas that have maybe not gone the way that you wanted them to go. Um, how do you find yourself when you have a sort of a setback like that? How do you find yourself overcoming it? Yeah. Um, I guess, you, you know, you have to, I guess here's the thing. Um, there's been a lot of, of you know, whatever marketing ideas or, 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 um, experiments that I've done with, with double under wonder that didn't quite pan out the way I'd hoped for them to pan out. And the way I look at it at those is like, there's no way to know if something like that's going to work out unless you try it and cross it off the list. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, so I just have to almost experience that as like, that's just the cost of doing business. You're going to take little risks like that, that you think are going to work out well. And when, if they don't, then, then it's still a step forward because you can say, okay, I tried this thing and I really gave it a shot. And it didn't mm-hmm. work out. So I can confidently mark that off the list and say, like, that's not going to change anything, you know. And so like, yeah. things inside the business, that's, um, you know, that's how I sort of handle that. Um, and then outside of the, of the business, here in the past few years, I have launched little things on the side and, and done some other things and that maybe haven't gone great or, or have had to step away from. And those I just have to view as like, I, well, I have to learn that lesson of um, sometimes you lose focus by taking your eye off the ball. Like the, you know, like mm, this is the business mm-hmm. that I'm working on, that I care about, that I can be creative inside of. I don't need to go invent something else and, and scratch my entrepreneurial itch by doing that. And it's like, it's like shiny object syndrome. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did that? It's like, well, yeah. yeah, it would be cool, but it's going to require a lot of attention that you're going to be taking away from the project that you really should be focusing on. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you since I've I have now labeled you the double under wizard. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what is the secret to double unders? Oh, the secret to double unders. It's it's really easy. You just buy a double under wonder jump rope. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and then you're done. No, um, I think the I'll just there's there's lots of different cues that um, that go into a, to a good 
double under, right? There's like keeping your hands in under your shoulders. There's, uh, you know, not kicking your, your uh, feet back like a donkey, not bending at the waist and piking. <laughs> There's all these like form issues that, that go into a good du- a double under. And you can mess around with those as you go. Um, if, you, if you go onto our website and uh, uh, here's, here's one thing you can do if you want to get better at double unders, go onto our website and, or just go to Google and, and type 10 reasons why people suck at double unders and you'll land on a mm-hmm. blog on our website that kind of explains some of the, the reasons why people have trouble. Um, but here's the, I'll give you my best tip for better double unders, which is work on slowing down your jump and bounding much higher when you're trying to, when you're first trying to get the hang of double unders, um, be, and just do some long looping single unders while you're doing that and bound straight up in the air, point your toes down at the, at the top of your jump and get as much hang time as you can each jump. And what, that, what that's going to do is slow down your jump enough that you have time to whip your rope around twice. So that's my best tip. And that's, that's one that like occasionally, lots of times you try to coach people on different things that they can do for their double unders. And it's yeah. like, oh, thanks for the tips. I'll work on it. You know? But that's one that I've seen like you give that tip and they slow their jump down and they whip that rope around twice. And they're like, whoa, I finally got it. You know, because it, it's a, just a, it's yeah. a different rhythm for double unders and that bigger, um, higher jump will help you get into that, um, that rhythm easier. So, Man, you actually, you crushed my next question. I was totally going to put you on the spot and tell you to verbally walk me through how to do double unders. Uh-huh. And, you, and you pretty much kind of just did that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, so. You get, like, that was enough of a description that like, yeah, jump higher, take it slow. I remember, I mean, I've heard you do this for me because I, you, you know, you coached at the gym that I went to for a while. So I still haven't gotten double unders right, but that's mostly because I can't jump very high. Uh, Yeah. I mean, and that's, that is a piece of it. Eventually your, your jump shouldn't look much different than your single under jump because you've gotten so efficient at getting that rope around twice. But initially that, that big, tall, um, bounding jump is what you need to get that, that rope around twice. So, yeah. Once I get my double under wonder, I think I'll probably be able to get it. Oh yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So you have a lot of, you have a lot of things happening right now. Um, And we talked a little bit about your podcast. I want to hear a little bit more about the podcast and what it's about, you know, who do you do it with? Where can we find it? Um, Yep. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, um, I I co-host the show with a lady named Amanda Coleman, and she's a, just a friend that I've we've had for years. We've our families have been friends for years, and um, we've gone to church together. We uh, like when I started the gym. It's funny because she doesn't come off as a competitive person at all. But when I started mm-hmm. the gym, she's like, "Oh yeah, I like this." And so um, I, she was not one that I expected to be to really dig CrossFit, but, um, so, yeah. but she became a member kind of really in the early stages of our gym. And so we've gone to the gym together forever for, you know, gone to the gym together for a really long time. And, um, she's also just a very wise person and, um, mm-hmm. she's soft spoken, but when she talks, people listen to her. And so, um, she just has a, a lot to say and has a really healthy perspective on, on life. And she also has a, a master's in counseling, so I knew that she, oh, yeah. so she, I knew she would bring a lot of, um, 
to the table in terms of how we can be mentally healthy and and um, and not just physically healthy, right? So, and as a trainer, I was like, well, I can kind of cover the the physical side a little bit, and she can kind of cover the uh, the the mental health side of it a little bit. Um, but then, what we're already noticing is so much of that is interconnected. Um, but absolutely. Yeah, so, um, but a little bit of background. We talked a little bit about so the the ten minute physical challenge that I did. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of elaborate on that a little bit. I did a hundred day challenge where um, 10 minutes of exercise was one of the, um, the things that I had to do every single day. Um, and like that totally changed everything. And I was able to get back on the fitness wagon um, mm-hmm. because I was able to um, just do just the bare minimum every day. And then on other days it tricked me into doing much, much more. And so uh, it, you know, you mm-hmm. say like, oh, exercise for 10 minutes every day and fitness junkies would be like, well, that's a joke, right? Um, and it, it would kind of be a joke, but um, it's still way, way better than doing nothing every day. And, you know, right. those 10 minute things trick you into doing more and then you feel great. So, um, so I wanted to see what other things, not just physical like that, but also mentally and, uh, um, you know, things that, that are just good for relationships and your spirit. And so so I just wanted to do 10 minute things that I just think would be healthy. And we're like, spoiler alert, I want to push the envelope a lot and like (laughs) find and try out things that maybe won't be that good for you. You know, like we're just going to test a bunch of things and and come back and talk about, Oh yeah. Yeah. I like it. So yeah. And (laughs) there could be one week where (laughs) you guys suggest, um, sit down and eat ice cream for 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we'll go that far, but, <laughs> I mean, but they, dang yeah, it. Like things like, uh, you know, just that, that maybe it feels like it might be healthy for you to do. And then we may come back and be like, you know, this was actually a nightmare for me and it wasn't healthy. Yeah. Um, there, cause there are things like that, that, uh, you know, that sound healthy on paper, but when you try to put them into practice, it may not be healthy for you, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. So you've got the podcast happening right now. Do you have anything else that's like either sort of coming up or that's kind of in the works? I do. Um, there's a, a project that I've, I've literally been working on it, some version of it for seven years. So I'm really excited about it. Um, it's a, it, it's an app and I won't give away all of the, uh, um, all of the, the, um, the mystery. Yeah, like I'm not going to give give everything away on it or the name yeah. of it. Um, but it's a it's a fitness app, but it's going to come at things from a totally different perspective than what we're mm-hmm. used to. Um, it has a little bit of a competitive aspect, a little bit of adventure aspect, a little bit of getting outside, and it's going to be awesome. And so um, it should be on the Apple Store within the month, I would guess. Um, so that's that's forthcoming, and I'm super excited about it. But um, these things just take time, and it's like, like construction projects or – you know, um, like home improvement projects or something like, it's kind of like that where you keep on thinking like it's about to come out and then you're like, Oh, I'm still tweaking it. Yeah. Wait. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's, that's going to happen very soon. So, so when we release, that sounds super cool. And I, like, I have no idea what it is either. And I'm, I'm excited to check it out. Um, coinciding with this episode, we're going to be doing, um, one, we're going to be doing a giveaway. So we had done, we started doing this in January 
We did two, we call them warrior boxes, and we're going to do it again. Um, and you were generous enough to provide us with some free jump ropes. Um, so we're going to somehow tie in your, where can people find you on social media um, to get involved and then your website and stuff like that. So we can, when we, when we do tie that in, they can find you there. Yeah. So um, the website is doubleunderwonder.com. And so you can go on there and design a custom jump rope. Um, the, the podcast 10 minutes healthier is on Apple podcasts and Spotify and SoundCloud and our blog. If you Google around, you'll find it. And, or if you just search in your favorite podcasting app, you'll find it. Um, and then there's also a 10 minutes healthier Facebook group. So you can find us on Facebook and, and join that group so we can talk outside. Oh, of the yeah, podcast. yeah. Um, and then was there, what else can I, um, yeah, you can, um, just shoot us a message through, uh, Instagram at double under wonder. Um, and that, that's probably the easiest way or, or on Facebook, you can shoot us a message through there if you want to get in touch, but, um, yeah, that's where we're at for sure. And we, uh, I know that me and my other co-hosts, we are super, super appreciative and we're really excited, um, about the chance to help, you know, partner with you guys. Cause I, so I had used double under wonders for a few years. Um, and like I've used rogue jump ropes. I've used lots of different jump ropes. Jump roping was one of the worst things for me. And I'm, I'm ser- like, when I started using double under wonders, they are, it's just so smooth and it's so easy to use that. I mean, the jump ropes that the gym I'm at now just don't even compare. Um, so I will like my own testimonial and I'm not even good at jump roping. <laughs> so someone who said someone who's actually good at it will really find the benefits of it. Um, so yeah, super excited. Can't wait to do it. Um, cool. So we have one question we ask everybody that, that comes onto the podcast. Um, what does being a warrior mean to you? Man, um, hopefully I don't give you a, like a cliche answer that everybody's given. Um, but the first thing that popped into my head was like doing your best. Um, so just showing up and like, like putting your, your, um, your God given talents into what you put your hands to. I think that's, that's being a warrior. So. Yeah, I love that. Cause I think that's a part that a lot of people miss. They get caught up in the, the kind of the, the specifics of things, but like, just show up. Yeah. I mean, just show up and do it. Yeah. Show up, <laughs> I mean, do your best and, and also be cool with like being like, that's my best, you know, and not beating yourself up over it. And, you know, and, and placing your, like viewing your, your self-worth through the lens of how successful something is. Um, but just like, know that you showed up and you did what you were called to do and you did your best. So. Yeah. I love that. That's, that is not a cliche answer that we've had before. So I, uh, I am grateful for that. (laughs) So cool. All right, man. Um, I really appreciate your time today. It was really fun learning more. I, like I said, had no idea you started the gym. That was (laughs) super cool to learn that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I appreciate your time. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Um, it's an honor and, uh, yeah, enjoy the conversation. So thanks. Yeah. We'll talk soon. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.
Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. And if you would consider sharing the Weekly Warrior with a friend or family member, that'd be pretty great too. If you haven't already done so, leave us a rating and a short review. Also, check out our Instagram page at Weekly Warrior Podcast for more warrior content. Thanks again for being here with us, and we hope you'll join us next week when we discover the warrior within. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.